Howdy ho, people. This is episode 17 of the Soft Serve Podcast. And this is your old pal, Sawtooth Frank. And on this episode, we discuss my colonoscopy that I had on the day we're recording this podcast. And we also talk about the New England Patriots. I read a letter from a friend and we discuss list six from the 52 lists for happiness. And that is list all the shit that has stood in the way of making you happy. I'm telling you, despite being the shortest podcast we've done, it was a real blast. So, please, if you like our podcast, subscribe to it. We're on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, and most importantly, tell a friend how much you like it and ask them to subscribe and download as well. So, thank you. Without further ado, I give you the Soft Serve Podcast. The Soft Serve Podcast. Creamy, delicious ideas without the creepy truck. How can you not have any idea? This is episode 17 of the Soft Serve Podcast. Now, I may sound a little groggy, I may sound a little slower than usual. What happened to me today, Stomping Jen? (laughs) Uh, You had a procedure done. What procedure was that? Why don't you tell our listeners? I had a colonoscopy. And for those who are uninformed about what a colonoscopy is, it is when a doctor, a gastroenterologist, sticks a camera up your butt and (laughs) looks at your colon. And your intestines. Well, I have news for you. Your colon is your intestines. I thought the colon is just the bottom part. No. Um, If we're using medical terminologies to identify medical structures, the colon is the whole of your lower intestine, also known as your large intestine. That's your colon. So they look at your colon from the anus all the way up to the end of the small intestine. Great. And if they want to look at the small intestine, then they go in from the other end. Is that true? Yes, it is. It's called an upper GI. Ah. So, well, I would much prefer an upper GI, actually, because all you have to do to prepare is not eat (laughs) versus the 
thorough colon cleansing one must do to receive a colonoscopy. Now, despite all the horrible things I had heard about the prep, as it's known, it wasn't that horrible. It was nowhere near as bad as getting food poisoning or having the stomach flu. Not even close. The worst part of it was having to drink a gallon of this slimy, salty tasting liquid stuff. Did the lemon flavor add anything to it? Not really. I don't think it made it any more palatable, honestly. And then um, the sleeplessness, because I elected to do an early morning procedure. So I started my prep at 2 o'clock, where I had to take these four laxative pills... And then two hours later, start drinking this slimy shit all the way up till about 2.30 in the morning. So, I was the walking dead this morning. Uh, but I was able to catch a couple of naps today. Uh, so hopefully we'll make it through this. Great. So, here we are. I have to start this podcast. I'm going to take a sip of tea. I'm not drinking a local beer tonight or anything else because they did discover a polyp in my intestine that they had to take out. So they recommended I not consume alcohol for a few days. So I'm not going to do that. So I'm drinking tea. I'm going to take a sip of it. Okay. I have to read this letter from an angry listener from our Patriots discussion last week. As you know, the Patriots won the Super Bowl a week and a few days ago. If you're listening to this, we are recording this about a week and a half after the... Super Bowl where the Patriots played the Rams and I mentioned an ongoing email conversation in episode 16 where we talked about the Super Bowl about how awesome Tom Brady is and my friend became enraged and wrote this letter and he demanded that I read it on the podcast so I'm going to do that Dear Sawtooth Frank, at the tail end of episode 16 of your ice cream podcast, (laughs) you spoke directly to me, your friend, regarding a professional sports-related matter, that is to say, a matter of no real importance. I'm sure you would agree. I would much rather speak to you about the universe, atheism, and the concept of infinity like we used to when you gave me lifts home from the college we both attended years ago. But, to the matter at hand of you, Sawtooth Frank, declaring in the understandable enthusiastic afterglow of the Patriots' Super Bowl win, Tom Brady to be the GOAT, the greatest of all time. That is nonsense and poppycock. While you may certainly proclaim that the particular quarterback 
is one of the greatest of all time. You very well know, being the educated intellectual that you are, that there is no way to claim any one player of a sport to be the greatest of that sport, bar none. Nor should there be an attempt to make that claim. It is kind of vulgar in a Trumpian way, sorry, to want to slap the greatest label on something, lest you be Muhammad Ali. But even he was slyly aware of his facetiousness. Wow, that's a big word. In the case of football, it is a matter of errors. How would have Brady fared in the 70s or 80s when there were less pass interference calls, receivers, didn't wear space-age polymer sticky gloves, and the QB took more hits? Or how about mixing errors like Brady versus Montana in their primes? These are fun scenarios to muse about after drinking whatever it is you're currently drinking on your <laughs> show. But ultimately it is a futile folly. A juvenile pastime more suited to the middle school kid than a distinguished podcast host. <laughs> I will leave it at that for now, except to say that I enjoy hearing you and Stomping Jen's voices these days, even if your podcast makes me a little sleepy when listening to it on the subway. <laughs> Yours, friend. Uh... P.S. If the Patriots are so great, how come the Miami Dolphins still own the wins-loss percentage against them? PPS, Miami Miracle. So, so we make him sleepy, huh? As I wrote back to dear friend, <laughs> I don't really care about football, and I am still going to declare... Tom Brady, the greatest quarterback of all time, bar none. I have a question. I, go ahead. <clears throat> While you were reading this letter, you had your reading glasses on. I did indeed. Which you've now put away. Yes. But you don't need your reading glasses for your reading of the list. Oh, that's a good point. Maybe I should put them back on. I'm just curious the way you put them away. Well, the reading, the writing on the list is much larger. So... To the task at hand, we have a list to get through mm-hmm. this evening <clears throat> out of our ongoing saga of completing 52 lists for happiness. I believe we are on list number six. This Does that sound true. right? This is true. Okay. And <clears throat> my list as ever is quite short. And list six is list the things from your past and present that feel like blockades in the way of happiness. I was fearful of this list. Yes, but ultimately, your list is two pages long. Yeah. I didn't have any trouble completing it. Which goes back to my earlier declaration of being awesome at completing lists. On a previous episode of the podcast, I said that. And on a previous list. So... Last week I was a little uncertain of where I stood in that regard. But this week I'm feeling okay about it. I think I'm good at completing lists again. (laughs) You've got your mojo back? I got my mojo back. 
Good for you. We'll see. Maybe my mojo resided somewhere in my colon, and after I flushed it out, it's gone again. But you wrote the list before. That's what I mean. (laughs) So the next list, maybe I won't be able to complete because I lost my colon residing list completing mojo. You can't pull it out of your ass. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. All right. We're putting a friend to sleep again. Oh, yeah. Sorry, friend. Wake up. (laughs) Wake up. This is going to be the new podcast meme. No, maybe we'll have friend on the podcast. A friend should come on the podcast. If you let me buy some podcast equipment, we can live patch people in. We already had live patching happening. No, I mean actually live patch in and do an actual like show i need a mixer for that it's complicated i don't want to bore you we're already now they're definitely going to wake up friend we're about to read the list (laughs) all right all right i'll start so these are the these are lists the things from your past and present that feel like blockades in the way of happiness so what's stopping me from being happy we're about to find out. Yeah, I was going to say, why don't you tell us? All right. Some of this, I feel like some of this is um, pretty dramatic. As uh, all things saw too right. far. But I'm trying to take this seriously. All right. So number one, my childhood and the emotional abuse I suffered. PTSD, anxiety, feelings about my worth. I feel like that's a big old roadblock in the way of happiness. Okay. But we're not going to go into the details. Yeah. This isn't the time. No. We don't have 78 days for me to do a 78 day long podcast. 78 is a very specific number. Oh, I mapped it all out. What does that mean? Yeah. All of the emotional abuse I suffered in childhood. If I was to tell it to you, it would take 78 days. Yeah. Alright. The next thing stopping me from being happy. Well, so it's not stopping me, but it's a blockade. It gets in the way of happiness. Our migraines. You know about the migraines. I do. You live with me. I suffer from migraines. And I don't know if I talked about it before on the podcast, but as somebody with anxiety, having migraine as a condition is particularly horrible because it's this kind of looming specter. You never know when you're going to get one. You never know exactly what causes them. Some people I have identified triggers like chocolate or wine or MSG, my trigger appears to be changes in the weather. (laughs) So unless I move to a fucking planet where there is no changes in the weather... move to Hawaii. Does the weather not change in Hawaii? I think it remains pretty consistent. Okay, well, let's move to fucking Hawaii then. Maybe I won't have migraines. Create like a doctor's note so we can move to Hawaii. Sure. Like a reduced mortgage. 
I honestly would live in a straw hut on the beach foraging for crabs and sand fleas to eat if it meant not having to have another migraine. I'll be honest. Okay. All right. The next thing standing in the way of my happiness. So this is something from the past, I think, is not having any goals as a teenager. I wasn't working towards anything. And I find in reflection not having any kind of plan or direction for my life. Maybe I, maybe I could have done something differently. Okay. That could have resulted in more personal happiness. And kind of leading into that is um, not really studying what I wanted to in college. What would you have studied? I think probably writing of some kind, literature, or something else. Mm-hmm. You know, so I picked something that somebody I knew had studied, thinking I was going to go in that direction too. But by the time I realized I hated it, it was too late, really, to change. Mm-hmm. So I just pushed through, and then that ended up leading me to a first job out of college I didn't like. But then it led to a second job that I kind of did like and was in for a long time. Anyways. It all worked out. No, it didn't all work out, but most of it worked out. Let's see. The other thing, it's kind of related to this too, was not going all in on my talents and pursuing them. For example, becoming a fiction writer, stand-up comedy. These are all things I wanted to do 20, 25 years ago. But I didn't have the courage to do them. I feel like I did the easy thing. You could still be all of those things. I could not still be all of those things. Falsehood. It's not a falsehood. There's something that's blockading your way of... Yes, that something is called... Bill's fiduciary responsibility to my children providing a home to live in it's all about choices yes I'm making choices to provide all of those things for the children that I have versus pursuing my own interests Mm, you could still pursue your own interests we're pursuing an interest of yours right now I didn't dream 25 20 years ago being a podcast host saying literally anybody can be a podcast host (laughs) nobody's paying me to be a podcast host no what i'm saying i'm not saying either that receiving money is a validation of one's pursual of any given activity i enjoy this this is fun all right let's keep going you don't want to hear about my um, this item on my list. Well, because I think you're not being truthful. Well, how am I not being truthful? It's okay. No, that's Let's an accusation. Let's unpack it. No, I. you could still be any of those things. You made a decision to not ex- invest right. your time and energy into these things. But what I'm saying was a blockade to my current 
what I'm saying is a blockade in the way of happiness was not investing more time in those things in the past. And that's not, I cannot, do you have a time machine? You can still do it. There's plenty of people who pick up a paintbrush at like 70, 80 years old and they become famous. Just saying. I'm not talking about becoming famous. I'm talking about living a life centered around, I think, things that I am, that I have an inherent talent for. You still can. All right, we're going to have to um, agree to disagree <laughs> on this. Okay. I can't wait to get to your list. My list is very short. Tear that fucking thing apart. Have I mentioned that it's very short? I'm going to have to find a new partner here. Your um your lists are too short. Okay. Let's see. Another thing standing in my way of happiness is my obsession fear over death. I think about that a lot. You know, time being a flat circle and all. I often reflect that and think about how this moment and all moments are existing simultaneously in a sense. And so I'm actually, even right now, on my deathbed, seconds away from dying. I have nothing to say to that. Well, can you see how that might stand in the way of happiness and being present? If you feel like, think about the, you know, it's like the movie Arrival. I feel like the heptapods came down and touched my brain. And I am aware that time isn't linear and that this is all existing in kind of like a fleeting single point in time where all just these stars that blink on and blink out. Got very uh, a sword. All right, move on. Moving on. Anxiety is standing in the way of my happiness. Let's see. Not hiking the Appalachian Trail. <laughs> what? How is not doing something a blockade? How is it? Because it's something I always wanted to do that I haven't done. And I feel like, again, like not pursuing my, what I feel are um, my innate talents. I feel like what you're actually saying is the blockade is time and money. I'm not actually saying that. I'm actually saying the things that are on my list. Right, but not hiking is not a blockade. The blockade is a thing standing in your way of doing the through hike. Right? So the blockade is not having time or the money. No, I feel like if I'd hiked the Appalachian Trail, or if I do end up hiking it, then I will have come one step closer to internal ultimate happiness 
Okay. Because it's something I always want to do. It's your list. You can still do it. That I agree. I could still do. Absolutely. Yep. Don't disagree there. All right. Next uh, is not being able to disagree without getting emotionally upset. That's something that stands in the way of my happiness. I think I'm much better at this now, actually, but I still have a bit of it. I find it really hard to disagree with people. I think mostly because I'm always convinced how right I am about everything. You are always convinced that you're right. I thought you were going to say I always am right. No? No. Damn. Yeah. All right, next. My need to defeat my enemies. Again with the enemies and the foes. Oh, did I call them foes before? Yes, you called them foes. Right, but I think I used enemies this time because I didn't want to get them mixed up with the soup. Which you told me is actually pronounced pho. But I always say foe. So in my mind, it's foe. So I don't want oh, to, sure. I don't want to be thinking about defeating soup instead of my enemies. Okay. So I think that stands in my way because I don't just have a desire to beat them. I have a desire to grind them <laughs> into the ground beneath my heels. And win. And make sure. You're not competitive at all. It's not about competition. Like I feel like the fights I take up. And the battles that I wage. Against my. Few enemies. Are. Very meaningful. And. I will do absolutely anything to win them. Anyways, and I don't feel like that makes me a happier person. Like, I won't obviously name the person, but, you know, fought a very long battle against a very powerful bully in my workplace. And, like, I'm not any happier that that person is gone. But I... Anyways, I don't feel that makes me any happier. It stands in my way, that particular instinct I have. To always be right. It's not about being right. That was your last thing. Yeah, but no, that wasn't, it's not about being right. Um, No, it's not about being right. You're wrong. You're 100% wrong. The final thing on my list that is a blockade to happiness, I think is my obsession with my weight and body image. I'm constantly plagued by that. Like a day, like I weigh myself every day. And if I am not where I think I should be, I get very down on myself and get very upset. And I internalize that. And it takes up, I think, a good space of my self-worth. Do you talk to your therapist about this? 
Yes, I do. Okay. Absolutely. Yep. Hundred percent. And nothing. Well, I would. You want me to tell you what I what he said? You don't have to in this public forum. Maybe that's. We'll talk about that in a future episode. Okay. It's your turn. It's your list, Donkin' Jen. <laughs> oh, it's my list? Where, yeah, I'm done. My list is... I closed my book. I put it down. Have I mentioned my list is extremely short? You did mention it, and now that I'm looking at it, it's even shorter than I had imagined. <laughs> There's basically, like, one thing on it. This could be good. It could mean you're a, a happier person. There are not many blockades. So, my thing that feels like a blockade is just basically my own insecurities what kind of insecurities fear of failure and feeling incompetent that gets in the way of me being happy is that the same as imposter syndrome yeah imposter syndrome um you know just never feeling quite where my place is socially um, with people or, you know, just worrying about judgment. That surprises me. You strike me as a very social person. I'm not not social. But you know that there are times where I might assume that there's more to a relationship that I start to develop with somebody and it turns out to not be the way that I imagined it to be in my head. Oh, right. And that causes me unhappiness. Okay. Um, Shuffling around here. Sorry for the noise. Yeah, so I think those are the things that get in the way of my happiness besides like the obvious things of like not enough time and not enough money and is that it that's your entire not list enough energy yeah that's it nothing else on there like no interesting do you feel like there are things it's not up for me to tell you what i think are blockades to your happiness i mean i just think like that's it like you know like is it the fear of failing so like i don't take high stake risks with things i don't like to put myself out there because i'm afraid of failure like for example i have a website that i do a very poor job at marketing you know what I'm saying like I don't like to be the center of attention I like to work in the shadows are you a vampire like a vampire Um, but I'm very good at that like that I excel at so it's worked for me so far so I don't feel like I have a lot of unhappiness I feel like I have very good life work balance Interesting. Yeah, I could have filled up three more pages, I think. Yeah, I don't understand. I I don't know. 
Well, it goes back to the first thing on my list, honestly. Right. I'm not going to, like I said, I'm not going to share details here. But, you know, I think I, I suffered the kind of emotional trauma as a child that caused me PTSD. And it is something that I still deal with day in and day out. Right. You know, I think the pathological manifestation of that is anxiety, this anxiety disorder I have. You know, and I, and I don't mean it's... I don't mean by anxiety that it's just it's not like everyday worry it is the it is the the pathological corruption of my thought processes the inability for me to be in an environment where there are loud noises which is like everywhere in the world like, I think I've explained to you in the past, like, be because of the way my brain is wired, like, I experience, like, I think certain environmental things that others may take for granted almost as um, existential threats, like, like, somebody comes up behind me and surprises me or drops a plate in the sink. You know, I, I practically like just jump out of my skin. You know, and it and you know my heart will race. Uh, you know, for all sorts of reasons, I don't do well with certain types of environmental stimuli. And anyways, it's not, and I don't think it's anything that can be fixed. In particular, that's all I'm saying. Yeah, I don't know, but that's my list is very short. All right, well, I'm not going to judge your list. This is going to be a very short podcast, then. Is that it? I, <laughs> I don't know what else to say about it. It'll be the shortest one ever. Thirty-two minutes. Is there anything else? Was there like an action? There was an action. What was the action? The action was... Look back at list five, which was... List the best choices you have made in your life so far. And see if any of your past great decisions can influence how you handle the things that currently stand in the way of your happiness. Jesus Christ. That seems like a lot of work. I don't think so. I don't know. Maybe I'm just not cut out for the lists. Huh. What well, do you think? Do you have any thoughts about that? Whether you're cut out for them or not? I think you're cut out for them. <laughs> I think you're not <laughs> doing the work of... Potentially not doing the work of confronting yourself to write the lists. I wrote the list. Yeah, but what I'm saying is... When we talk about... I'm not saying your list is wrong. You're asking you're me. Because you're always right. That's true, but this 
this is different. Uh, what I'm saying is either I'm like super fucked up and I just have tons of stuff to be able to put on these lists, right? And I'm kind of, if you think about um, the median, like I'm way like off somewhere right or left of that. And maybe you're just not as completely fucked up as I am. That's a that's a possibility. That's a real possibility. So when we talk about blockades to happiness, it's entirely possible. You you look at your life and you'd say, well, you know what, things are pretty good. I don't have that many blockades either in my past or in my or in my present. But um, is also a possibility that you're not doing the work <laughs> and challenging yourself. Only you can answer that. Okay. <clears throat> Only you can answer that. I can't. I can't answer that for you. So what's list seven? List seven. List the greatest compliments and encouragement you have ever been given. Hmm. What does that mean? What do we think that means? I don't know. The take action is rewrite your favorite compliment on a sheet of paper or print it out in a font you love. Then tape it to a wall or frame it in your home so that you are reminded every day to choose happiness and self-love. Okay, I'm not going to do these action items. Are you going to do that one? Are you thinking about it? <laughs> See, I think my, I think, honestly, I think my list seven, I might not even have anything to put on there. <laughs> I don't believe I've ever received a compliment or encouragement. That I know on its face is a falsehood. <laughs> what? No, it's true. That's how I feel. Yeah. See. Right now, that's how I feel. Yes. This is gonna be interesting. How I many more lists are there? You're gonna. Your list is gonna be like twenty pages <laughs> <laughs> about compliments and encouragement. I got a compliment today, just oh, today did? on the phone. What was it? From the woman that called me randomly. I got a compliment today too. Yeah. I'm when I came out of the recovery going room, when you farted. Yeah, the, <laughs> I came out of I, I I came out of the colonoscopy. They wheeled me into the recovery <laughs> room, and the nurse said, "Now turn over on your side, and you need to pass gas. I'm not leaving until you do it." And I did, and she goes, "Good job." <laughs> See? Oh boy. See. You have plenty of compliments and encouragements. Yeah. yeah. On a daily basis. I farted really loud. Hey. After getting my colon probed. But that's for the next podcast. Stomping Jen just said hello to the cat. Sullivan. Do you know that this cat, I was walking by him. Mm-hmm. And I tried to pet him. He was just 
like sleeping on his thing. Did he swat at you? And he started like attacking me with his little paw swatting at me. And I'm like, dude. So I started swatting back at him and he kept going. He does that. He's half wild. Like, but was like, was he being aggressive or was he playing? This is what I can't figure uh, out. I think he's. A little bit of both. Yeah. And he's half wild. Don't forget that. He can't help himself. Ugh, his cat is like cuckoo head. But he's a sweet cat. He's sweet. Now he's coming over to see me because I'm complimenting him. See, uh-huh. so that's list seven. We'll be doing that next week. And what else? I don't think there's anything else we wanted to talk about. So <sighs> it's all right. It can be a shorter podcast. Okay. We don't have to stretch it out. No, we shouldn't because we'll be putting your friend. Oh to yeah, sleep. sorry, friend. <laughs> well, if you want to come on here and talk about. Uh, if I didn't crumple up your letter and throw it across the room, I could say, what was it? Um, infinity. Hold on. I have it here somewhere. What was that you wanted to talk about? Atheism. Yeah. Um, oh, the universe, atheism, and the concept of infinity. That you can come deep. on the podcast and we could talk about those things. Hmm. Anytime, friend. Anytime. All right. All right. There is no blockade to finishing this podcast tonight. Well, there actually kind of is a blockade. What? I feel like I'm failing in some way if it's not an hour long. <laughs> you want to just keep talking for filler purposes? That's not a good idea. No, but I'm just telling you what I'm thinking right now. Oh. Do you have any other things you want to share? Not really. I'm just kind of burnt out from this colonoscopy, yeah. so I think we should end it. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, that was it. Good evening, my fellow Americans. Without further ado, I leave you with a simple bye now. Bye now. That all who are insensitive to the needs of others will learn charity, and that the sources, scourges of poverty, disease, and ignorance will be made disappear from the earth, and that in the goodness of time, all peoples will come to live together in a peace guaranteed 